So I take tonight him being with us very, very seriously. He's not here to waste his time, but he's here to be the spokesman of God to this church for this hour. And I believe God has sent him with a word to this congregation tonight. We are honored, Brother Winters, to have you here. This pulpit is unbridled. I want you to come take your liberty tonight. Frankfurt, would you put your hands together and give him a great big welcome as he comes to minister to us. Thank you. Let's give that hand clap of praise to the Lord right now, shall we? Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all we can ask or think to him. We give glory and honor. Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God. We worship you. We praise you, O oh Lord. Amen. The Holy Ghost is in this house tonight. Amen. I'm thankful for what I feel. I'm thankful that I serve a God that is powerful and life-changing, a God that can be moved by the feelings of my infirmities, a God that can be uh, that is a blessing God and a healing God. Whatever you need, God has it for you tonight. And I've come expecting God to do something great and powerful in the sanctuary. Because he's a great and powerful God. And he specializes in great and powerful things. Amen. I love what I feel here tonight. It is such a tremendous honor to stand in this pulpit again. I love and appreciate uh, your pastor and his family, Brother and Sister Jordan, their family, this great church. Every time I have been here, I have left uh, this place feeling like I have received more than I have given. And the spirit of this church and the, the, uh, the worship, the prayer, amen, I appreciate what I feel in this house tonight. Amen. Aren't you glad to be a part of the church? Well, aren't you glad to be a part of the church? Amen. So if you have your Bible tonight, I'm reading from the book of Acts chapter number 28. I have felt this so strongly on my heart tonight. Amen. For this service, and I'm asking you to help me. Amen. And let's move in the Holy Ghost together. Amen. Some time ago, I was praying, and I don't know how God speaks to you, but uh, sometimes God just gets pretty plain with me. And uh, I, I was praying, and I said, God, I want you to move in the service tonight. Move. And the Lord just stopped me and said, I, I moved upon the face of the waters. And men wrote as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. And I moved into an upper room. He said, I've never quit moving. You just need to find where I am and move with me. And if you'll move with me then I'll confirm my word and I'll do what I said. So my prayer tonight is not, God, I want you to move. It's, I want to find where God is and I want to walk in the Holy Ghost and be led of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So God can move in our midst in a mighty way. Acts 28 and verse number 3, And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. But I love the response in verse number 5. And the Bible says, And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Somebody say, no harm. Amen. I'm going to wait just a few minutes tonight before I give you the title to the message. But I want us to lift our hands and our voices one more time and ask the Lord to help us tonight. God, I thank you for your power and your presence. 
for this wonderful congregation, every family, every individual represented here tonight. God, I pray, O oh Lord, that you would minister in this house. God, you have anointed the singing. You have anointed the worship. You've anointed the musicians. God, your word is already anointed. It's life, uh, life changing and faith producing. I'm asking that you would anoint its delivery. Anoint, anoint us to hear, to receive, and to respond. That your name be glorified. Your kingdom advanced. God, and your people blessed and touched tonight. Let your divine will be done in the mighty name of Jesus we ask it and we believe you for it we expect great things to happen tonight God we've come to this house expecting you to heal to deliver to save and to give victory in the mighty name of Jesus if the Lord has been good to you why don't you bless him right now with a hand clap of praise and thanksgiving hallelujah Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. The story actually begins to unfold in the previous chapter in Acts chapter 27. Here Paul is attempting to make his voyage to Rome. And the beginning of this excursion is quite calm and promising and, and quite promise, uh, uh, quite uh, relaxing if you will. But Paul began to give notice of an impending storm and advise those in charge of the obvious danger that would come to the past passengers to the cargo and the ship itself and as they set sail the bible tells us that the wind begins to blow and the storm becomes very treacherous and life-threatening the bible called it urlachadon it was a cyclonic northeast wind that blew in the mediterranean mostly in the winter and the autumn months and because the winds are tossing them they begin to lighten the ship by casting the tackling overboard in an ever to save themselves and to save the vessel. And after several days of not seeing the sun and no uh, stars in the sky, all hope, the Bible said, of survival was simply taken away from them. And Paul took the center stage and began to deliver a somewhat of a I told you so kind of message. He said you should have listened to me. You should not have departed from the port. You would not have severed all of this harm and all of this loss but after correcting them he began to comfort them and he said but now I exhort you to be of good cheer because there will not be any loss of any man's life the ship will not survive but you will for there stood by me tonight an angel of the Lord whose I am and whom I serve saying fear not Paul you must be brought before Caesar and he said, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. There is nothing more valuable and nothing more comforting in the middle of your storm than a clear, direct word from God. Amen. There have been moments in my life when the storm winds were blowing and the clouds gathered overhead. And the only thing I had for sure was a word from God. 
God will see you through your storm. Even when you cannot see God in the storm. Amen. When I couldn't see a way, I had a word. When I didn't have a prayer, I had a word. And I stood upon the word of God. I don't want to offend anybody here tonight. But there have been such moments in my life when I have literally taken my shoes off. Brother Jordan and I laid the Bible on the floor. And I stood upon the word of God. And I said, Lord, this is all I have. Everything around me is shaken. Everything around me is uncertain. But I will stand upon your promise. Because you said I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You promised to be with me. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house right now. There is power in His Word. And that's where our faith is revived. That's where our faith receives strength. God never said there'll never be a storm. There'll never be a trial. There'll never be a test. The only never He gave you is, I will never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And when you've got a history with God, you're not discouraged by every difficulty that comes along and every trial you face because you know if he did it then he'll do it now he'll be the tomorrow and he will see you through the storm and on the 15th day Paul the Bible said that the ship came to a place where it ran aground the forepart striking the ground behind her broken by the violence of the waves and the centurion in charge commanded everyone that could swim jump overboard and make it to land the Bible said others took hold of boards and some held on to broken pieces of the ship but they all made it safe to land and the assumption would be that as chapter 27 closes with Paul and 275 other passengers surviving the storm the assumption would be the worst is over but chapter 28 divulges otherwise anybody ever been to the place where you've seen the light at the end of the tunnel and realize it's another train coming And when chapter 28 opens, the survivors are stepping out of the cold winter water and given a warm reception on the island of Melita. And there in the middle of the winter as they step out of this sea, swimming to safety, the barbarous people built a fire to warm the distressed, stranded strangers as they step out of the cold waters. And to keep the fire kindled, the Bible said that Paul began to himself gather sticks and and laid them on the fire. And evidently there's a viper resting among the dry rubbish. It's interesting to me that it lay still and quiet until it got near the fire. That's why you will notice sometimes when God begins to move and the fire begins to burn and the Holy Ghost begins to fall, things come to service that you didn't know were there. Amen. That have been lying dormant for a little while. But the Bible said it came out of the heat and it fastened on to Paul's hand and according to commentators it was the most venomous serpent of them all and when the barbarians saw it 
they concluded, Paul, this prisoner must be a murderer. They judged him by his current state of affairs. They assumed that he had appealed to Rome to escape justice, and this viper was sent by divine design to serve justice, to be the avenger of blood. They seemed to think that everyone who suffered any kind of affliction in this life were wicked people. So they assumed that a man upon whose hand the viper hangs no doubt is a murderer. It's the same false assumption that Job's friends make in the judgment of his case. But the Bible settles all the issues and brings all the questions to a point of answer when it says it rains on the just and the unjust. Just because you live for God and I'm not trying to be pessimist, pessimistic tonight. I don't like being around pessimist. Amen. But the fact is in just because you live for God doesn't mean you're not going to have any storms in your life. You can't stop the storm but you can build upon a foundation that when the storm is over and the dust is settled you're still standing with all your power and all of your strength and your integrity. And in response to the snake bite, the Bible said that Paul just shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. I love what the Bible records next, how the barbarians watched him. They had seen victims of snake bites before. They knew what was going to happen next. He's going to swell. He's going to fall over and die. Strangely though, by divine design and providence, Paul never fell and he never died he just kept standing and as Paul is standing there amen I can almost see him tonight as he stands there by the fire and he looks back on the bank amen or on the seashore there and on the beach of your will and sees the broken pieces of the ship and sees the survivors standing around the fire and looks down and sees this beast hanging on him and he looks back and sees the ship and he sees the serpent looks at the ship and looks at the serpent again and he comes to a conclusion as he shakes that beast off of him a conclusion that I use for a title tonight and that is I didn't survive all that just to die in this I didn't come through a storm just to be taken out by a venomous beast I'm here tonight to preach to somebody that's gone through a treacherous time. Life is dealt to one hard blow after the other. Facing things you never thought you would face. Dealt with things nobody should have to deal with. The sickness, the setback, the trial, the test, the storm, the failure, faith shaking, faith trying moments, things that cause you to lose sleep and almost lose your mind. Things that made you question uh, everything you ever believed. Uh, but look where you are right now. You survived the storm. You made it. You made it because you were holding on to a word from God and holding on to the church. Oh, somebody help me touch God right now. I feel destiny in this house right now. 
I feel strength and renewal. Amen. I feel victory in this house right now. Hallelujah. You discovered that every storm runs out of rain. Take your neighbor by the hand. Let's pray right now in the Holy Ghost. I need you, Lord. I need you right now, Jesus. I need you Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. All the words came out of your mouth. I'm glad that storm was over. Only then to be bitten, amen, to be attacked by hell. You were snake bit. What the storm didn't destroy, hell tried to kill. It's tried to take the life out of you. It's tried to take your faith and your song and your resolve and your worship and your hope and your testimony. But when you've been snake bit, you can't let your enemy do your thinking for you. Amen. Thank God you remembered. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I give to you power to tread on serpents and on scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, I will make you the head and not the tail. You'll be above and not beneath. And you shook off the beast. Oh, some would have cuddled it. Some would have got a woe is me kind of spirit. Amen. Yes, you had some people watching. Yes, even your adversary waiting on you to fall over waiting on you to wave the flag of surrender waiting on you to lie down but something got in your spirit that said I didn't survive all that just to die in this God didn't bring me this far just to bring me this far you ought to take a step back and take a look around. You're still here. And that's something worth shouting about. I said that's worth shouting about because you weren't supposed to be here. The devil had it planned. It was he, he had it all figured out. You were going to give up. You were going to surrender. You were going to become bitter. Hallelujah. But you're not just here and you're not just barely standing. You still got your song. You still have your dance. If I've ever felt the Holy Ghost, I feel it right now. Oh, the devil doesn't get the final word. God does. The devil has his moments, but God has his days. And this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I love it when the Holy Ghost moves on us and we want to run and shout and dance and leap. I'll be right there with you. But there are some times when the Holy Ghost moves on you, it needs to stir up a little fight in your spirit. Well, I hope I get to come back after this. It needs to stir up something in you. 
that says, I will not take this lion down. I'm not going to let this happen at my house. This is not happening. Amen. To me, hallelujah, when your enemy comes against you, you need to let a holy boldness get a hold of you and says, I didn't survive all that just to die in this. It's time you look back in gratitude and look forward in faith and shake off that thing that's trying to take the light. Right now, you ought to have a hand in the air and a foot in the aisle. Amen. It's a praise coming out of your mouth right now. I feel a breakthrough. I feel a turning. It's a victory time in the house of God, you've got a reason to shout. You've got a reason to rejoice. You have a, come on, that's it. Just shake it off right I'm speaking life into somebody's spirit right now. I'm preaching to somebody. You've been tormented in your mind and your spirit. Hell tried to convince you that the failure was final. That the sickness would be fatal. And the situation would finish you off. But I come with a word from God to tell you, you will not die with that disease. You will not die in your dilemma. You will not die in defeat. God's not through with you. The hand of the Lord is upon you. The anointing of God is upon this house. You are victorious. Come on, let some praise come out of your mouth right now. I hear chains falling right now. The spirit of heaviness is going to lift off of you, sir. Amen. The spirit of heaviness is going to lift off of you, ma'am. Rejoice not against me, oh my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. Hallelujah. Come on, the devil can't do much with somebody that's got a made-up mind. If you want to be victorious, you can. If you want to live for God, you can. If you want to shout, you can. If you want to dance, you can. You've got every reason. You didn't survive all that just to die in this somebody needs to put their foot on the devil's head right now pardon the expression but there's only one room for one on this dance floor. Who's going to do the dance? And you are your adversary. God. In spite of what others did. In spite of what others thought you would do. Hey man, you picked the wrong person, hell, to come against. You picked the wrong individual to fight. The same test that was sent to destroy you. It's going to be your testimony. I come to tell you, you're going to make it. Hallelujah. You hold on. And when this battle is over, you're going to have a crown. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about in the sweet by and by. But God's about to give you victory in your situation. Just keep praising Him. Just keep. 
That sickness is going to be healed. That test will be passed. The attack will subside. The battle will be won. Shake it off. You didn't survive all that just to die in this. Oh, let's worship the Lord right now. I've got plenty of notes I can preach from, but I feel a divine interruption of the Holy Ghost right now. It's important how you respond when you've been snake bit. It's detrimental how you respond when hell attacks you. Because the commentators suggest that the people of Melita now believe that when Paul shook off the beast that he expelled all the poison off the island. And they, it is reported that children that are born on the island do not fear snakes. Neither are they hurt by anything venomous. What are you saying? I'm saying your response could save your children right now. Your response could save your family right now. Your response could save your companion. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know how you want to respond, but you got to respond. Amen. Right now, you got to shake that off of you. I hear a shout in the spirit right now. Amen. I feel, amen, a breaking, amen, a victory. Somebody that's been in the storm and somebody that's been bitten by the snake ought to put your foot on the devil's head and shake it off. Come on, there ought to be a shout of victory in this house. God's going to release you. I can't do it for you, but you got to shake it off yourself. I want you to find somebody in this building right now, whether it's your companion, your child, or a brother or sister, and I want you to take them by the hand, and I want you to begin to rejoice right now in the Holy Ghost, because something is about to break. Amen. The attack of the enemy is going to subside. When you put your head on the pillow tonight, the peace of God.
Come on, just a little more, somebody. Amen. You're a couple of hallelujahs away from a breakthrough right now. You may have to do it in faith, but you ought to praise God. You may have to do like Israel and praise Him before the walls ever came down, but you ought to dance in advance right now. You ought to dance in advance. God did not bring you through that to let you die in this. Victory belongs to you. <laughs>